to Good Mid Morning. I am your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FGQBNYJs. Today is Tuesday, May 18th, and oh, what a show we have for you. Hey, folks, give us a text. Our text line is open, and the number is 971-361-9396. Give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout-out. I want to thank all our sponsors, of course. Leonard's Oversized Hats. Do you, have a head, do you have a big head like Leonard? Well, you should try Leonard's Oversized Hats. They'll fit that melon of yours. We also want to thank Leslie's Tasty Bits. If you haven't tried Leslie's Tasty Bits, then you're the only one in the neighborhood. Leslie's Tasty Bits. Everybody's tried them. And lastly, I want to thank Mike's Mitts. 100% recycled mitts. Put your balls in Mike's Mitts and you can help save the world. Mike's Mitts. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to actually sponsor Good Midmorning or any of the great podcasts on Podland, send an email to liam at podland.productions. Joining me on this fantastic Tuesday morning, all the way from Astoria, Oregon, from many musical projects and bands, including Holiday Friends, Seawolf, and Good Morning Dong, the one and only Joey Ficken. Joey, good midmorning. Good morning, Liam. Good midmorning. Eh, that's debatable. Well, all right. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's going really well. Yeah? Yeah, it is a beautiful morning. Nice. Yeah. Really nice over there on the coast? Yep, today looks like it's going to be a good one. Uh, we had, uh, you know, kind of classic uh, coastal uh, wind and uh, high wind and, and kind of misty, like you're living in a cloud kind of weather yesterday. Yeah. Didn't know where it was going to go, but I woke up to sunshine and blue skies and, uh, yeah, it's looking, it's very pleasant. Nice. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It's supposed to rain here in uh, just a sec over here in Portland, but then it's, I think oh, it's tight. supposed to clear up, um, you know, but we, we need the rain. We, we got to have the rain. We need some, yeah. some more rain, please. You know, got to keep that. Yeah. Rain oh going. yeah. It it kind of never ends out here. I don't know about. Uh, I don't know how. I know things have kind of shifted in in Portland where it gets a, a, a lot hotter in the summertime. Yeah. And maybe what is it? Is it drier for longer? I don't know. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had the the driest uh, April on record uh, this this last April. So sweet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just... No. Out here. Out here. We're still kind of. Uh, uh, we, we, I, I feel like the weather is, is very similar to what I remember kind of when I moved to Portland in, uh, you know, or was in Portland in like the late nineties, early two thousands, uh-huh. uh, where, you know, summers never really got too extreme. People would complain cause it was 85 degrees outside. Um, and it really doesn't, summer doesn't really start until like July you know, yeah. it's like up until then, kind of anything could happen. It could just continue to be wintry until then. Who knows? Um, but we, we, yeah, we our our summer period it really only lasts maybe a couple of months. That's yeah, that's crazy because yeah, here, uh, here, here in the old Portland, it's uh, our summers getting longer. They're getting hotter. Yeah, and uh, you know, 
You know, the old climate change, man. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's exciting. It's so Those exciting. Exciting times. I mean, do you, I think as people start to wake up to the realization that fire season and uh, and tornado season, like fire season, like fire season wasn't a thing, you know, uh, 10, 15 years ago. We, nobody were, we weren't talking about fire season every fucking year. Like not that, in, that wasn't yeah, a, not not up in the Pacific Northwest where we came from in in Northern California. Yeah. Uh, there would be a season that you would expect uh, maybe there to be a, a higher probability right. for certain fires, but there weren't like these massive kind of out of control wildfires, you know? Exactly. Um, it was always kind of like a, you could never quite tell if it was a controlled burn or something that got a little bit out of hand. Like yeah. you'd see like the side of the freeway or whatever would be kind of black but you wouldn't it wouldn't like scorch entire towns to the ground you know i do yeah i mean it's getting crazy um uh and it things are just uh, things are just getting hotter and uh you know yes oh my god climate change is real folks oh man and the glo whole global warming thing um i mean the, uh, okay here's my, my main issue that i i'm i'm feeling is that i i feel like it's it's too late like we've we've already screwed the pooch and the you know all the people who have been screaming climate change climate change you know or you know global warming whatever like all these people like it's just too late like if it had had uh had we stuck to like the kind of road we were on in the 70s uh when you know they they did the all the environmental uh environmental acts the the big five pieces of environmental le legislation um if we have just stuck on that road, maybe we'd be fine. But because of our stupid system and how we change uh, administrations, and you know, you can you can uh, you know change um, uh, you can ba you know basically just go back and change whatever the last person did. So you know, through all that, uh, you know, we're we're here now. And I think, and I'm I'm afraid that it's I'm just afraid that it's too late. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I was one of those people who didn't really it wasn't put on my radar until uh, an inconvenient truth came out, out, you know, exciting Al Gore's movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was still one of those things where I kind of looked at it. And I, th I believe the figure that he gave in that movie was if we don't if we, if we don't do anything, then we're going to start seeing significant effects in 50 years from then. And that movie came out in, I don't know, late 90s. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're roughly only about 20 years. And I think that we're already sort of seeing what they were saying we wouldn't be seeing until uh, for like 50 years. I think it's probably I, yeah. back, you know, it's like I heard uh, yesterday in half the time. I heard yesterday that if we don't change by we, I, I mean, big business and companies that keep trying to push it on a consumer. Uh, but if if all if that doesn't change, uh, it's like 15 years from now, like it's gonna be it's that that'll be like it's too late. Yeah, like I mean that's 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 the that is yeah uh, yeah I mean it's 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 that that's the problem with uh, 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 um, the 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 type of economy that our or or just the what our 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 government is sort of based around. It's it's um. It, it always favors uh, profit, 
yeah and profitable companies and companies that profit you know you you look at it even if you're stepping away from climate change uh they're they're going to always kind of favor whatever is going to get things done the cheapest and the easiest and so that oftentimes will mean like slave labor in you know um where they're knowingly supplying products from uh uh suppliers who are known for you know utilizing slave labor and it's one of those kind of weird go-arounds or they they kind of and then they can deny it because you know it's not them specifically yeah Um, but the same thing happens with climate change you know it's it's a they they basically will uh hire lobbyists to go in and uh uh lobby against uh uh regulations that are that would that would really benefit things and impact things on 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 a climate level but they'll go in and kind of lobby it and they come up with these weird little things that get into people's heads so that these dumb voting citizens will think that whatever is happening is actually just an infringement on their rights as a as an american citizen for their freedoms and all this kind of stuff well and then and then the companies also the companies i i I think the companies also yeah that they uh what they do is they say you know it's well it's a you know you know we'll stop making this stuff when the consumers stop buying it or you know the consumers aren't asking for environmentally safe things so why should we be giving them consumers are fucking stupid that's why and they're gonna keep they're gonna keep buying whatever the fuck you churn out for them i mean that's the problem is that there's so many uh they just the big companies know so well that they're they can get away with it because they could just keep blaming it on the consumers they keep saying well you know it's up to you only you know only you can do that only you can you know help pick up litter or whatever Sure. Yeah, I could stop buying everything. And you know, that's kind of where Or and I are right now. We we were just we just had a big we're big talk yesterday about like I am just so tired of plastic being like on everything I buy. Like everything that we bring home has plastic on it that we eventually just have to throw away. You can't recycle the recycling uh system isn't great. Um, here in the United States, even though we think that it is, you can't actually recycle most of the stuff you think you can recycle. Like we're probably like, I know that Aura and I are responsible for, uh, you know, machines getting, having to slow down because we recycled the wrong thing because I, we're just, I, especially me, I'm like, uh, just, you know, I want it to be recyclable. So I'm going to put it in the recycling, you know? Yep. Uh, I know I, I, I run into that a lot with, uh, especially around here. Cause I think that the recycling people's recycling habits are, are, are even a little bit behind here. Um, and when you're, <laughs> sometimes you'll find, you know, when you there, the, the cafe that I worked at, we shared, uh, our, uh, dumpster and recycling with, uh, this, uh, a, apartment building across the street. Um, and the things that I would find in the recycling bins uh, that people just were like, huh, I guess styrofoam's plastic. I'm going to just fill up the plastic bin with styrofoam. And I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Like, and then you just, you know, you just find everything's all mixed and matched. And, and I would even at work, you know, I'd find like certain containers that people were putting people would put certain types, of, you know, like pint glasses. They'd yeah. Put pint glasses in with the like glass recycling. And I'm like, you guys you can't recycle a pint glass like it's like yeah we need need to like kind of try and 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 i think that that's because they're just 
like you were saying, there's the we we figure that papers recyclable, plastics recyclable, uh, glasses recyclable, and yeah. everything that you own that fits one of those just goes into the recycling. Or does it have one of those three little arrow things on it? Oh, it does. Well, I'm throwing in the recycling. But the thing is, there's you know those three little arrow things, the little triangle arrow things with a number in it. Those indicate what is actually recyclable and what is not, and so you have to know each. You know, oh look, oh this is a recycle. Uh, the the number is eleven or something. Okay, this is good or you know whatever. And you know they're also not. Uh, it also goes down to education. And you know it's it's crazy because it all comes around to the Republicans. Okay, so uh, you know how, how education is so shitty in this in this country because yep. it because Republicans won't fund it. Uh, they want to yep. privatize it. Uh, they want to make money off of it. And so, uh, you know, nobody's being educated about anything. Uh, and so people are growing up stupid. And Republicans love stupid people. And, and, and big businesses love stupid people because they're much easier. They're much more malleable. Uh, you, they'll do whatever you want. So, I mean, it's just going to be an endless cycle. They're, we're just going to keep churning out. That's all these schools are doing now is just churning out consumers so they can buy all the stuff and then throw it in the wrong recycling. <laughs> hey, Liam, come on now. I grew up stupid. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> I feel like I'm being attacked here. Uh, I, I grew up with the, yeah. um, the, uh, uh, the, the campaign, the Recycle, Reduce, Reuse campaign, yeah. you know, with the little song. And it, it <laughs> I hate to say this, but I, I, it only dawned on me um, very recently, in like the last few years, <laughs> like, what? Like what that meant, because the way that they the way they laid it out in those in those ads was, you know, they had the the the, the three arrows, you yeah. know, creating the the recycle logo. Yeah. And they had the whole like recycle, reduce, reuse and close the loop. Um, see, I thought that was like a sequence of events like those were things you needed to do that resulted in recycling, oh. not three independent things that you should be doing oh. as on their own so like re reduce and reuse are really the most important they, they are highlight they emphasized the recycle and so i really thought that by recycling you're reducing and then you're able to reuse and i and that and so it confused me for a very long time until i just kind of had one of those realizations where i was like probably singing the song in my head like as an yeah. adult you know like in the last few years and was like wait a minute <laughs> These are independent ideas and really the, uh, yeah, reduce and reuse are the ones that I think a lot of people just sort of decided to forget yeah. about and only focus on recycling because they made, they made putting things in a, in a, uh, a, a, a little container that you leave yeah. out uh, outside well, way too, way too convenient. Because that's <laughs> what, that's what we like to do with our garbage. I mean, yeah. the ocean uh, I mean, it's just like, what do you do with it? Put it in something that, and you, if out of sight, out of mind. Like you can put it. Oh, just put it in this in this bin, there, and then somebody will pick it up. Great, perfect. Um, I did just get. We just got a text on the text line saying uh, that wishful recycling is what uh, I do when I when I say, you know, oh, this they should recycle this, so I'll put it in the recycling. Let's get to a let's get to a song, folks. Folks. All right. Folks. <laughs> like like it's the listener's fault. <laughs> Come on, you guys. We were trying to get talking about the shit. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Uh, yeah. All right. So um, this week, all of today's music is coming from uh, Australia. Down under. Down under. Uh, I feel like an Australian accent is like literally the only accent that I can even vaguely <laughs> get. And it's because only like certain words. Because you're like such that. a Paul Hogan fan. Down, down under. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, you everything have, else you is have like so if many I try, Subarus like, because I... of Paul Hogan. What's that? You ha- you bought so many Subarus because of Paul Hogan. Yeah, I do have a Subaru actually. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's like if I if I try doing any other type of accent, it always just co- ends up coming back to sounding like an Australian accent. Nice. And that's it's the best I can do. And that's and that's why I chose Australian songs this, uh, <laughs> this week. Uh, but yeah, um, so the first one we're gonna dive into this comes from uh, the 1987 album Tallulah from the artist uh, The Go Betweens. Um, Wait a second, what? The Go Betweens? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The Go Betweens. I know what you're talking <laughs> the, about. The Go The Go Betweens. Uh, go Is it? Be- uh, I well remember with the uh, with the stuff, the go betweens. Yeah. I just got I got it I got it. It's cool. Oh, okay, sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a song called "I Just Got Caught Out." Awesome. Um, but yeah, these guys are dope. These guys are dope, folks. It's the go betweens. I just got caught out. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions. Give us a text nine seven one three six one nine three nine six is a number. Here's the go betweens. Wiped the hair out out of my eyes Tended me through with desire I was trying my best at the stage To set myself on fire Then she said hello
listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions. I'm your host, DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Folks, uh, Podland's got some new merch. Head on over to our merch page. We've got new Podland shirts, Podland totes, Podland masks, Podland stickers, and a bunch of other stuff over on the merch page. Head on over to the Podland merch page and check out our merch. Merch. Uh, <laughs> should say m- march on over. Oh, march, march on, on over to our merch page. That's good. Uh, That's good. Did you say masks? Masks. Oh, like uh, yeah, like uh, COVID masks. Yeah, well, or fire season masks. Or fire season masks. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're all gonna get recycled. <laughs> exactly. Over We're just gonna be going from mask season to mask season. Yep. It's all we're, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, got that going on. I also want to. I want to give it's a. Gonna... I want to give a I want to give a quick shout out to uh, two people who became patrons of Podland. That's right, it happened, folks. Uh, Brian Anderson and Bruce Rhodes both became patrons, and we appreciate it. If you want to become a patron of Podland, head on over to the home page and click on "Become a Podlander," and that'll take you to our Patreon page. Anyway, I just nice. had to jump nice. that. Up. Yeah, you know, feels good to get a little support. Um, Get a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so you know we're we're talking about uh, the environment and uh, stuff like that. And 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 here in Oregon, um, in 2019, do you do you remember when the senators? Um, so uh, senators are responding to an incremental market-based cap and trade plan aimed at curbing climate crisis, uh, but when the climate bill. But when faced with the climate bill, Republicans pulled their senators out of the state and denied the Senate a quorum. Do you remember that in 2019 when when the Republicans were just like, no, we're just not going to show up and do this bill? Ah, uh, vaguely. And then and then know. the Democrats were like, OK, well, we're going to send the police after you. You have to come in. And then and then this fucking douchebag senator brian boquist a formal a former special forces officer and the owner of a business that reportedly deployed paramilitary forces in overseas conflicts hinted he would violently resist arrest this guy hates the environment so fucking much that uh he will he he will violently violently fight against it that's how much this fucking guy hates the environment well did he or didn't he uh no, it, they did, he did not. They, 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 the police never went after the people. They, the, the bill uh, just they, they couldn't vote on the bill. It just killed it. <laughs> so this this bill that was supposed to you know help uh, just you know it's a state bill. It's a so Oregon will you know you know uh, lock down some environmental laws, but no Republicans just won't have it. There's no money. Th- th- that's the thing though. They think there's no money in it, but there's plenty of fucking money in it. I mean, people have to build solar panels. They have to build all this stuff. They have to, you know, there's so much money in it. But uh, infrastructure, infrastructure. That's the word. Right when now. you word of the day, when you hear infrastructure, do you does it automatically make you do a George W. Bush Im- impression? Because every time I hear the word infrastructure, it just I just go infrastructure. Uh. <laughs> I guess now, now that's probably the way that yeah. I hear it. Yeah, thanks a lot. Infrastructure, um, kind of like you know, anytime you hear Puerto Rico, yeah. Puerto oh, Rico is that's the just jumps into your head. That's what I think about now. Um, so at uh, at my uh, previous job, mm-hmm. uh, 
which I'm still at one day a week. Yes, but, and uh, you hate I'm it. Moving away from. Uh, <laughs> there's uh, we have a salsa verde, and I hear people say verde the same way that Trump would say Puerto Rico, <laughs> uh, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, drives me crazy. They'll always come up and be like, "Ooh," and I'll take some salsa verde. Oh my just like, god! You sick son of a bitch! You fucking bastards! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's horrible. They're like one step away from throwing paper towels at people overhand. <laughs> you get paper towels. You get paper towels. Um, in other news, though, uh, Gates Gate. Remember Matt Gates? Hell yeah. In the, in the amazing story of Matt Allsign's point to me being a pedophile, Gates, his buddy pled guilty. That's right. A Florida politician who emerged as a central figure in the Justice Department's sex trafficking investigation into Representative Matt Gates pleaded guilty Monday to six federal charges and agreed to cooperate with prosecutors as part of a plea deal. Joel Greenberg, a longtime associate of Gates, appeared in federal court in Orlando. He pleaded guilty to six of the nearly three dozen charges he faced, including sex trafficking of a minor, and he admitted that he had paid at least one underage girl to have sex with him and other men. What a douche. What a douche is that? That's like the sound that like a really constipated poop <laughs> makes when it splashes uh, in the toilet. Yes, that that what a, what a douche. <laughs> that is that is Joel Greenberg. He is that sound. Yeah. Oh man, what a country we live in. I can't I can't wait till this whole thing just really kind of reaches its peak and Mr. Gates just gets you know all the evidence is there. Oh yeah. I think it, and down? I think it's going to go further than that. You know, I think Gates oh, yeah. is. I mean, Gates is not even. He's not even the fucking tip of the iceberg, man. You know, no. he's small Literally, fish. He's small yeah. fish. They're hunting for the whopper, man. Yeah, that is why a lot of the stuff does tend tend to kind of take a very long time. Because not only do they want to build a case against him, but they do want to try and like they want to you. You know that if you find one, that there's going to be multiples because these th these people aren't usually working in isolation. Yeah. Um, Matt Gates so, isn't smart enough to, you know, somebody had to bring him into the fold on this one. Have you seen this motherfucker? Yeah. Did like, you see the uh, the video where somebody threw a water balloon at him? No. It was pretty funny. Unfortunately, the water balloon didn't break. It was either a water balloon or a dildo. I tried to pause the video and see, but Is I Is that couldn't. why it didn't break? Well, if it was a dildo, that's why it didn't break. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or it was a dildo-shaped water balloon. I can't remember. It could have been a dildo-shaped water balloon. I, I almost feel like it's funnier, though, for someone to get hit by a water balloon and it doesn't break just because of the way that water balloons move. and. Yeah. I think just... that's why I thought it was a, maybe it was a dildo because, it you know, it stretches out as it, as it hit him. And... Uh, yeah, it's a pretty pretty funny video. I think that just needs to become a thing. Every time he ever is in public, people just need to bring dildos and throw them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but then again, that's that's a lot of people just buying a dildo and then throwing it away. You know, nah, I, someone will pick it up. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could get a recycled dildos. We could get a you know recycled dildos thing where you know. If, if you've used if you've used your dildo up if, you've only, but, if you've if you just aren't using it all enough, all, dildo, all, all dildos thrown at matt gates are used are are recycled dildos you just have the fact go around and just collect the dildos yeah dildo collector
dildo collector. Uh, uh let's <laughs> let's let's hear another song. Alrighty. Uh this next one also from Down Under. Down Under. Uh this is uh the Sleepy Jackson uh from their 2003 album Lovers. This is a song called This Day. Um Yep, these are uh this is a a group that I I I heard of or uh were brought to my attention at that time. Um but they only made two records and then uh the main singer-songwriter went on and started another kind of wacky wacky kind of uh i don't even know what to call it his like new new project is just a little too over the top for my taste so it's very much not like this album very much what now i'm interested okay who okay well you're gonna have to tell me more about that band because that sounds more interesting i bet it's right up my alley um, yeah. Okay. So this is this day by the Sleepy Jackson from Down Under. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions. This will take some time, I know. I'm just going slow, I know. You miss my friends more than you ever miss me.
listening to Good Mid-Morning Right here on Productions. Don't forget to check out what we got going on over here on Productions. You can check out Fill Me This. There's only, oh, I think where there's going to be maybe two more episodes of Fill Me This, so uh, season two. So you're going to want to check that out and uh, check out My Three Songs. We've got new episodes coming out of My Three Songs. You're going to want to check that out. If you like smoking weed and listening to music with your friends and laughing, then you're going to love My Three Songs. Uh, check those out, folks, and also head on over to Patreon.com and become a patron of Podland. Help us become a machine, a content machine. Help us, folks. Hanging out here with Joey Ficken. It's Tuesday. We're listening to music. We're having fun. We're talking about stuff. We were just listening to a track called This Day by the Sleepy Jackson from Australia. And uh, what's the name of the of the guy's project now that I'm now interested in? Uh, I, I I think let's see here. Oh, Empire of the Sun. Empire um, of the Sun. I, I you, you know you mentioned that maybe it would, it would be up your alley, but I think it. I don't. I don't know. Liam. Oh. I, uh, so when you say I, over the top, I thought you know over the top in which way? Uh, it's like. Visually, it looks like a Cirque du Soleil production. It's like big, mm. crazy costumes. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I've I've heard a number of songs. It's uh, I don't know, man. It, it, All right. <laughs> it it took a pivot. It took a pivot. Yeah. That, uh, the the second Sleepy Jackson album is sort of like a a weird blend between the two of where they were going. And I kind of was into some of the songs on that album, but not all the songs. And then they just kind of, he just kind of like fully went for it. And uh, it's, it's, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but I highly implore you to maybe uh, dive into it and see what you think. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a listen, see what you I should. Think, and then, yeah. yeah. And then Let we'll me know. Let me, maybe, maybe you'll find gold there. We'll check back. I don't know. Make a note to check back next week. I will say, however, that uh, <laughs> he's not going to make a note. That uh, that that group or that music project has been far more successful for him than Sleepy Jackson's. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, it's probably worse music. Then you know, the more popular the music, the worse it it's, is. That's yeah, what I always it's say. Mu- it's much more popular. Yeah, it's something that a lot a lot more people are gonna know of him as. Well, now I'm probably not Empire. gonna check it out. Oh well. <laughs> hey, at least of, look at a picture. I did. Uh, I did check out the uh, that television show that you were talking about a couple weeks ago, The Mighty Boosh. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I watched like I think three episodes, and yeah. uh, and then I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, you know what my you know what my issue is songs. Song I don't like songs in shows. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can kind of feel you there. Yeah, it doesn't. I, you know, it's always like, why, why are you doing this? What yeah. musical comedy? Yeah, you know, sometimes it's good. You know, like the those uh, the those guys from Australia. Speaking of Australia, or are they from New Zealand? Um, the, They're uh, from New Zealand. Ah, uh, well, those guys are. Uh, you know, those, flight of the Concord. Yeah. I mean that yeah, show was well, that show was great. That it's see, Flight of the Concords was a um, when that came out, people were pretty much like, "This is just the Mighty a new Boosh. version of the Mighty Boosh." Yeah, because uh, the Mighty Boosh kind of set the stage right. for the 
Flight of the Concord. Well, they just, well the, the Flight of the Concord's just improved on it. They made it. Yeah. Like they made yeah, the oh, songs sure. actually make sense in the show. Yeah. Uh, the yeah the 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 Mighty Boosh sort of was that weird, uh, very British version of a thing. You know that yeah. has that kind of weird, really kind of low budget British production i don't know how to describe it there's like there was a certain it, it was like it was almost like it was just sort of was like um the 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 next wave after like benny hill or something you know like yeah. all those weird those weird british sitcoms that are just like that uh, what's the uh one with a bunch of people that live in an apartment together i, I don't know do you, I don't you, know. Do you know I know exactly what you're about? talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody it's text the, in. The, somebody will text in. 971-361-9396. What's the British comedy show about the people who, who live in an apartment? Um, it kind of reminds me of that. There's all these weird little things that will come up in that show where it's like all of a sudden it's just like some weird set piece yeah. or like a weird character dressed up weird. And all the sets are made out of cardboard. Like that seems like, like it. I mean, the sets on the Mighty Boosh are, are, are like it's supposed to be at some weird zoo, which also yeah. is a, a weird strain. Uh, but uh, but like <laughs> it's 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 obviously all all one room that they just keep yeah. uh, rearranging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of yeah weird production. Uh, it just looks like they just made it. Like they're given like a, a small grant. <laughs> yeah, a very small <laughs> grant. The, and then it just kind of became because I yeah I remember friends talking about it when it was a thing and I just I didn't understand it I didn't get it then yeah it didn't didn't make sense to me and maybe that's um, the problem with Americans you know that we we look to we're like oh this these sets look weird and the British are just they're just like they're just thinking about the comedy and the content and you know yeah maybe that stuff and we get maybe. all hung up on sets and looking real yeah and all that good, stuff good production value yeah. Bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's uh, let's hear another track though. This is fun. Right. We're still in Australia, baby. Yeah, we are. Uh, so this uh is from uh the artist the church, not churches, not the modern day churches with a V. Okay. Which I was actually uh didn't realize this. I'm just gonna throw a little quick uh, backstory on that. Oh yeah. Um, uh, a friend of mine from California, he had a band called Churches, uh, before. The band churches who's more popular came out and i didn't realize that it was potentially because of him in a letter that he wrote them when they were just kind of breaking through in the united states uh-huh. that uh that that he wrote them saying you guys should put uh churches uk on yours because the u.s already has a band called churches and that's what i why i believe they have a v in their name because it changes the spelling Oh, to, to separate it from actual churches, right? Um, they instead of a U, right? Yeah, instead of okay, a U, they that have makes a v sense. I was name. wondering where the V would go, but so instead of so the so they're the yeah, still pronounced churches. Is it? Um, and then yeah, <laughs> the, my friend's band is no longer around anymore. So, uh, but the this is but the V churches are yes, oh yeah, ah. very much. Um, but here we're going to be listening to the church, not churches. Uh, but the church, they've been around for, they've been around for a while and they, I believe they're still kicking it. Like they're one of those kind of, uh, legacy bands that I think probably started in like the late seventies, early eighties. Um, and just have like a bazillion albums and, you know, everyone kind of knows them for like, you know, one or two songs and it's just kind of 
but uh, this is from their album. Well, it's it's not actually from the album Starfish, but it was it's from like an expanded re-release version of it. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just a song that I liked that I heard from it. Um, this album came out in 1988. Don't know when this reissue came out, um, but it's a song called A New Season. And it's kind of just like a B-side or, uh, you know, an extra track from that session. Cool. It did not make it on the record. All right. Let's check it out. This is The Church doing A New Season. You're listening to Podland.Productions. The show is good mid-morning. Good mid-morning right here on Podland.Productions. Folks, don't forget that tomorrow we will be on Shady Pines Radio. That's right. Every Wednesday you can find Good Mid-Morning over on Shady ShadyPinesRadio.com. Our co-host Arlo Warehouser, comedian, actor, and uh, all-around fun person uh, every Wednesday 
right over on Shady Pines Radio, or as always, you can find it right here on Podland Productions. Trying to get uh, trying to get uh, all four days over on Shady Pines. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I need to send them money. You know how I I should do that. You know, do a little. Uh, I don't know. Maybe kidnap somebody. I don't know. How do you do that type of thing? Payola. Payola. Yes. Payola. I Classic got, payola. Got to. Maybe I can pay him in lumber. You know. Yeah, lumber is a hot commodity these days. We were going to build a fence. We were going to build a fence this this uh, this this summer, uh, be, or before the summer, because our neighbors are be the neighbors behind us. Um, so the neighbors behind us, uh, when we moved into the, the house, with the trampoline. No, those that's well, <laughs> bro. We got we got uh, we got we got stereo trampolines. We got trampolines on both sides of us. Because we've oh, got tight. we've got uh, houses with kids on both sides of sides of us, and they both have trampolines. So there's parts of the day where I could be outside and ha- and hear the joyous screaming of children <laughs> on both sides of me. Um, but nice. and <laughs> the, the neighbors behind us, um, when we moved into the house, it was uh, this house a, lo- a while ago. Um, it is uh the house was owned by somebody who st- who started a nursery seven d's um nursery or whatever anyway so the house had lots of trees and you can you know you could barely see the person's yard their yard whatever and in the last couple of years some trees have died some bushes have gone away and and then so we could see into their backyard they could see into ours so they decided to put up some uh brown tarps uh, that uh, they just they just put up along their fence these big brown ugly tarps. And That's a great solution, it, and I'm going to make a list <laughs> to go to Home Depot and grab brown tarps. Yeah, you got to. So we were going to build a fence, and then uh, we found out that uh, <laughs> that lumber is really expensive right now because when it the is, pan- yeah. when the pandemic uh, hit, it forced nationwide lockdowns and it forced commercial sawmills furniture man- manufacturers and home builders to temporarily shut down so uh yeah and then also you know all those houses burned down so then they had to you know it's in very high demand lumber is in super high demand and the uh and they the sawmills just don't have the stuff they just don't have it because they, they had to you're shut trying down. to tell me they just don't have what it takes they don't have what it takes they don't have what it takes. See, I, we're I, I'm in lumber country out here. Oh. Where, uh, it's 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 a big. I, I I however I haven't heard from uh, the lumber lumberjacks. Yeah. Uh, in this area, we have a thing that 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 you see everywhere on the back of people's cars that are in support of the lumber industry around here called yeah. Timber Unity. Nice. Um, is it right eh. next? Is it right next to the uh, I'll wipe my ass with a spotted owl uh, sticker? Probably, probably. The, it's yeah. It's, a, it's like an anti-regulation. They're always getting all up in arms whenever there's regulations. Oh, I hate regulations so kind of much. Yeah, me too. Oh. Sucks, dude. Fucking sucks. Regulators. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, what about the the loggers up there? They're uh, they, what is a so this so this this. Oh, did you say it was a union? No, it's not a union. No, they well they uh. Timber unity. That's just kind of like that. I'm in solidarity with uh, the timber industry. It's kind of like uh, our house supports the police kind of a thing, you know? Right. Like we stand with the police, thin blue line, all that kind of stuff. That's kind of what timber unity sort of is. It's like, it's a very, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. You see that a lot of that around here, not only with like timber, but also with like the uh, uh, fishing industry. Anytime uh -huh. you're like in an area, I realize where there's a lot of a particular industry, people really kind of culturally get behind that that industry, even if it's maybe harmful to the oceans or it's harmful to the trees or whatever. Yeah, I think it's just kind of funny because I see these everywhere. I see a lot of these stickers and I see a lot of shirts about people that'll say things like eat elk or eat, uh, I don't know, crabs. You know, it's like this weird thing where it's just like it's very straightforward also. And it's one of those things where I'm like, what if I don't want to? What and why? I mean, what? Why eat elk? I mean, it, I don't is, know is it... <laughs> because they're elk hunters. I don't know. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like I do it. And they're very like straightforward, and it's just a weird message. I'm like, what, what, what does it matter if someone does or doesn't, you know, eat fish or, oh, eat, or eat whatever? Oh man, isn't that crazy? That I mean, being vegan-ish, um, and we were talking about this the other day. Uh, some I don't know, I can't remember who I was talking about, but the uh, meat eaters, meat eaters are so passionate about their meat and how oh, yeah. like and so like what you don't eat meat how, i couldn't go i couldn't go a day without eating m any meat i need my meat it doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense like how can you be that into eating flesh do you do you understand what you're even saying right now bro like how, yeah I, it doesn't i mean it, it it's it, it's the it's similar i mean it's the whole red meat thing especially kind of gets taken you don't hear a lot of people going like gotta fucking eat chicken dude <laughs> every it's like yeah i can't go a day without eating that white meat <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's like that just like doesn't really happen there's like this weird blood, blood yeah sort of like man culture uh and that you know you we saw that recently with like the whole uh, uh conservative media really going crazy over this whole this fake story about uh, the fact that Biden was going to be cutting back people's ability to consume red right. meat. Yeah. Cause they were like, Oh, it's going to be cutbacks by 98% or something like that. Um, but that didn't happen, but you just saw coming like how crazy people got over yeah. it. You know, they're coming and for our meat. Oh, yeah. not our meat. In, in reality though, also like a lot of these people, like the most of the meat that they probably consume is just fast food meat, which yeah. is, really it's not meat. not meat it's gross <laughs> i mean it is meat unfortunately it has all the negative side effects uh in terms of uh what we were talking about earlier with uh global warming yeah and uh and the the the, the beef farms and, and that, how much methane that produces um yeah go ahead and then the and and then the like i was just thinking like most of the times some whoever is like you're gonna have my meat is like overweight and they're like they have a hard time breathing, you know. But they're just and but they won't let go of that fucking. Uh, they won't let go. They just gotta like, have they, it. It, do, it doesn't like, like hey, did you know that if you stopped eating meat, you'd probably lose weight. Your you know all this stuff would happen. All these health things, uh, you you know be able to breathe better. Uh, you know you're gonna live longer. They don't care. They don't. They would ra like rather eat. Like if you say you will live. You know, ten years longer if uh, if you stop eating meat now, it's not worth it. Like that's you know, Liam, I'd Liam. rather eat meat than live uh, than live free, than... live free or die. 
Live free Freedom. or die. Do, do you ever wonder what, uh, you know, when, when you, you do something here and somebody says it's a free country, what do they say in other countries? Is there a sarcastic uh, remark? For yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that's either. A, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> it's kind of like what I've always wondered, like in other countries, when, when you know, when you say, hmm, to yeah. me, like, I don't know. Like, what do they say in other countries or what do they do in other countries? Because the mm is just like you're making a, an audible sound that kind of mimics. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, you know, that's like, so what are they? What are they? What do they do? Is, do they have something that they do? You know, maybe. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Uh, let's ponder it while we listen to another song. All right. Uh, so this is the newest of the bands on this list. Uh, this is from an album that was released in 2018. Uh, this is a group called DMAs. Uh, these are some guys that uh, I came popped onto my radar because uh, uh, Holiday Friends, we, we did a, a string of shows with them on the West Coast. Uh, they were sort of like a buzz band being brought over to the United States um, because they were kind of being talked about a lot i guess uh starting in australia and just sort of uh finding its way over to the states kind of have like an oasis they're like kind of like mm. a modern day oasis kind from of thing. australia from australia yeah, yeah australian oasis that's where a lot of the the comparisons came from um uh but yeah uh this is a song called uh dawning from the album for now all right let's check it out you're listening to good mid-morning right here on podland.productions
You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Hanging out with Joey Ficken, listening to Australian bands. That was DMAs doing Donning. And uh, that was that song. Yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Was, and that was a song. That was a song. How about it? You can check it out wherever you find music. I got to go record shopping. I just got paid uh, for the podcast, and I'm, I, th- I think today I got to go record shopping. It's nice. been a while. Nice. It's been a while. So Get out there. Put on a mask. Still. I'm going to get out there. I'll put on a mask when I go inside, but I'm not going to do it when I'm outside. Yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah. You know? That's right. Don't uh, do it. Stand up for your rights. Well, hey, you know, here in, <laughs> in Oregon, uh, our numbers have gone down. They're, they were 198 yesterday. Wow. Uh, that's fu- Yeah, which is nice. fucking nice. great. Uh, if we can just keep those numbers going down. Uh, and keep the vaccinations going up, folks. You got to get vaccinated. If we get to seventy percent, uh, one. If everybody gets at least one shot, seventy percent of the of the state, then uh, Governor Kate Brown's going to open the whole thing up, and uh, that would be great. You know, that's something. I just kind of wish to. we would just stay at like a steady even two hundred. Really, I you, just like that number. You it's better <laughs> than one ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, and you kind of like you've you've enjoyed this whole pandemic, so that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Uh, ups, and, ups and downs. It's been a roller coaster. It has been a fucking roller coaster. I'll tell you that much. And uh, you know, I, it hasn't. You know, knock on wood, nothing horrible has happened. Uh, but uh, gosh, what a fun ride it's been. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Nothing bad has happened. <laughs> I mean, f- I mean, for me personally, personally, nothing bad. I mean, I, you know, that's why I knocked on wood for me. The rest of the yeah, fucking yeah. country has been in the world. It's been fucking awful and. Poor India is still in the thick of it. Yep. Anyway, folks, tune in tomorrow. We got Arlo Warehouser as our guest host. We're going to be on Shady Pines Radio. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about news. Arlo's going to uh, rant about stuff, and it's going to be a blast. And then we got Aura Taylor on Thursday. And uh, I don't know, fingers crossed, maybe we'll get Dusty Divvig on uh, on uh, Friday to come back. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, you know, tune in tomorrow. We'll find out. And uh, Joey, it's been a pleasure as always. As always, yeah. As every Likewise. Tuesday is, and uh, you can check out uh, Joey's uh, music and stuff. Uh, do it. <laughs> websites, quick, Joey. I don't have any websites. Oh, damn you it. can follow on uh, social media, probably. Seawolf, Holiday Friends. I don't think uh, Good Morning Dong has any social media.